Welcome to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Delahook. What we know about mental health is rapidly changing, and I help you stay up to date on the major paradigm shifts from dating to love to parenting. Get ready to learn about your body, regulate your nervous system, and improve your life and relationships with ease. Let's jump in. Good morning or hello to whatever time of day you're listening to this episode. This is Kendra Delahook, your host. I'm really glad you're here. This is the Happy Nervous System podcast. So on this show, we talk about all things related to your beautiful, wonderful, ever-working nervous system. Today's episode is dedicated to the idea of a cool down and why cool downs are not just for working out. I love this topic. I think it's really important. Um, It's a shorter episode, but hopefully you will get a lot of takeaways. Before we jump into that, I do want to share if you live in Los Angeles or you have any friends in the LA area, I want to share an exciting announcement Um, that I started a child therapy center out here during and post-COVID. It's just been insane how many children are struggling. And I I have to say, everyone was and is affected by COVID. But we're really seeing insane rates of anxiety and behavior issues and changes in kids and So I just felt really called to do this. We can also provide teletherapy support to parents in the state of California. So if you or anyone you know um, is just looking for some extra support, maybe some short-term work on how to just help your kids through this time, we are here. We would just love to hear from you. You could find us at childtherapycenterla.com. And we also just created an Insta, so it's at Child Therapy Center. So let's get into today's topic. So when you think of a cool down, what comes to mind? For me, I have many memories of playing sports throughout my childhood up until college. And we do lots of cool downs um, at I swam, so at swim meets, at soccer games, soccer tournaments. It's a very common practice for sports and to prevent injuries. And I'd say most of the classes that I go to now or most programs oftentimes include a warm-up and a cool-down. Now, of course, there are many physical benefits of cool-downs. Um, It does help our muscles, our joints, the tendons, the fibers in our muscles, like everything start to slow down and they say it prevents injury. So there are, again, a lot of benefits for the physical body. But I find it funny because sometimes in the fitness world or fitness industry, they make it seem that our physical body is separate from the rest of our body. So when you do a cool down, you're not just targeting your muscles. Your entire nervous system is working with it. We can't separate the two. 
So working out is, of course, a good thing. There's tons of research to back this up, but it's important to emphasize that it is a stressor to the body. Our body and our mind doesn't know that, you know, we're paying whatever, $80 if you're in LA for a Pilates class that is making us shake and tremor and sweat. Um, It doesn't know the difference between that and uh, you running away from a dog that's chasing you in the street, right? Both are experienced in the same way in the body. Now, of course, working out, it's a short-term stressor that in the long term, has more benefits than risks or than harm. So we want to engage in stressors that are overall beneficial for us. But the point is we have to cool down our body and it's not just our muscles. We have to signal to our brain that we are safe afterwards. Otherwise, this is a really big reason why people don't stick with workout plans or don't commit to the health goals that they've had in the past. Because think about it. Let's say you take a long break from working out. So most of us during COVID and it's time to get back to that gym. Let's say you go, you get the motivation to go. Uh, You go to like a HIIT class or a weightlifting class. And First of all, you're just kind of anxious because maybe you're feeling a little insecure about your body. You're not back into the swing of things yet. There's mirrors everywhere. Maybe you feel people looking at you. Okay, so that's a stressor on top of the act of working out, which definitely boosts heart rate. And let's say you do a tiny bit of cooling down after the class, maybe a few stretches, but then you dart out of there. You want to get home as soon as possible, get out of those gym clothes and switch gears. Now, not having an emotional cool down or a physical one that's long enough to bring your heart rate down is not helpful for your brain and your memory because our brains are incredibly smart and are always trying to keep us safe. So you just condition your brain to associate the gym or this workout class or working out with stress. So when people don't stick with things, especially when I'm working with my clients, we decode how they approach the activity and how they leave the activity. And I want to share one quick example of this. I was really loving this outdoor workout class in Los Angeles. It was beautiful. It was on the beach. It was just so nice to be outdoors and with friends working out. The problem is I personally can go too hard. So if there's a trainer or a coach yelling at me or screaming to lift heavier and go faster, I tend to not listen to my body. I tune out and I push way too hard. So even though I was enjoying these classes, I actually was starting to get injured and I would be sore for days after, like truly too sore, almost couldn't move. So I took a long break from doing that and I started to do just walks and yoga and more gentle activity. 
And then I went back with a friend and I parked my car and all of a sudden my heart rate spiked. I felt super anxious and I was very confused because to me, nothing was anxiety provoking about going to this class or getting the workout in. So I sat there for a minute and I just noticed like my body was on edge. I felt fear. I was super anxious. And that was the first time I realized our bodies are so smart. They remember what harmed us and what was not safe. It had the conditioning, even just pulling into the parking lot in my body, there is a body memory, I think of getting injured and pushing too hard. And it was almost warning me to not do it again. It was a a cool moment because it really spoke to my mission and why I started this podcast. Our body has endless and relentless wisdom. It's always talking to us. That's my spiel with working out. But going back to the cool down. So how can you implement this in your life? So this goes beyond just working out. I want you to think about any time you experience stress in your life. And again, this could be planned or this could be unplanned stress. We don't want to avoid stress altogether. We need stress for growth. It's really important. But anytime you do experience stress, it could even be a birthday party that you're excited to go to. That will spike our heart rate, a high school reunion, a talk, a parent meeting, hosting something, a workout, uh, a play date for your child, whatever it is for you. I want you to start to have a mini cool down practice. And this can be done through self-regulation or through co-regulation with a loved one or an animal. So because we're adults and not kids, we can have the tools to self-regulate for this cool down. But for kids, they really need us. They need adults and the attunement of a caregiver for their, in quotes, cool down. But there is a way to do this without involving someone else. But I always love if you have a partner, a loved one, a sibling, a dog, a doodle. Cuddling is huge. There's great physical and emotional benefits of cuddling. And it actually, um, I love all the studies on how it slows and prevents the progression of heart disease. That's an example of how to have a cool down with a puppy or with someone that you love. So before I give you more examples of what you can do for a cool down, I want you to think about maybe first scan your life and think about what are some planned stressors in my life. So what do I do that's a part of my routine that just, you know, it's good stress, like it starts to activate your stress response. Maybe your heart rate goes up, you get warm or flushed in the face, your hands or feet get sweaty, your breathing gets kind of shallow. And again, this could be something very, very small. But maybe take a minute and just kind of take inventory of your own life to think about what parts of your day, your week, or your month are activating to you. 
And then the second part is thinking about what your tendency is after these things. So again, our bodies are adaptive. So this is where we tend to see people jump on social media, um, just numb out in their own way, whatever it is, food, scrolling on your phone, checking email, cleaning. Cleaning is a great one. Um, Some people actually work out to regulate, which can be even more activating. But think about what your go-to routine is. Then start to think of one tiny way you can add a new, healthy, supportive cool down to your routine. The goal here is to start to engage that parasympathetic um, nervous system, the brakes of our car and a car being stress. So this cool down helps our mind, our body feel safe and helps strengthen that mind-body connection. Here are some examples that I love and um, some more ideas of what podcast guests have shared with me. Many, many gentle yoga sessions or stretching. So this could literally be two minutes. You could lie on your living room floor, or even do this in the car and maybe do some wrist circles, some head rolls, just very lightly and gently stretching your body while taking deep breaths. Extraordinarily powerful. It returns yourself to you. Connected, deep, slow breaths. It's the easiest and you can do it anywhere. I love it. I usually put a hand on my heart or belly and it just helps me come back to the present moment and come back to my body. Cuddling again with loved one, playing with a little one, getting laughter going, Um, deep breathing outside, just walking outside, taking in nature, taking in a tree in your backyard. Very powerful. And if you're not too into breathing, that's okay. You can do something like journaling. So journaling is technically a mindful activity because you're just focused on doing it and not thinking about other things. The whole goal here is to return your body back to a state of safety. Remember, the goal here isn't perfection. It's just to come back to yourself. It's to create a new conditioned response, one of safety. We want to do this as much as we can for activities and situations we don't want to avoid. It will help prep your body for the next time you do this because you, your body will know you won't abandon it. You will come back to it. Alrighty, that is it for my cool down spiel. Yeah, I would love to hear from you. I hope you have a beautiful day and that you have some takeaways on how to implement this in your life. Give us a follow. Our Instagram name actually has changed. So we moved from Roya Wellness to Happy Nervous System on Instagram. And I decided to make this change because there was some confusion with branding. It's been a process. But just so you know, we are still on Insta, but The um, name is Happy Nervous System. So give us a follow. Um, You can find out about future episodes and exciting things we have in the pipeline over on social. Have a wonderful day.